Anderson and Isner play a classic, Williams and Kerber set for a final showdown, and we head back to the Wimbledon queue to talk to another tennis tragic. From the media centre of the All England Club in London, this is the SW19 Report with your host, Paul Walsh. Well, hi and welcome once again to the SW19 Report. I'm Paul Walsh and John Isner and Kevin Anderson have produced a semi-final for the ages when they battled it out for 6 hours and 36 minutes and produced a scoreline of 7-6-6-7-6-7-6-4-26-24. The fifth set lasted an unprecedented 175 minutes that saw Anderson eventually break the Isner serve after five previous chances. The marathon match saw 53 aces served by Isner, giving him a record-breaking 214 for the championship, surpassing the previous record of 211 set by Goran Izanizovic all those years ago. The match itself broke records, being the longest semi-final match at the championships, easily overtaking the previous longest match of 4 hours and 44 minutes. Anderson was obviously relieved after the match. You know, once you're in the fifth set, in those sort of settings, and on the court for over six hours, and... You know, your body's, you know, it's really tough. You just have to try to keep going. So, you know, I tried as much as I could to just keep fighting. I mean, I take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to find a way over the finish line. For Isner, he had nothing but praise for the victor. Hats off to Kevin. Stayed the course incredibly well and played very well. So it was a good win for him and he he, he earned it. So he played pretty well, I, I think, in the fifth set. I didn't have many chances. Anderson now moves into his first Grand Slam final to face either Rafael Nadal or Novak Djokovic, whose match will continue tomorrow. Well, after two weeks of solid tennis, it's number 25 seed and 23 times Grand Slam champion in Serena Williams taking on the number 11 seed and two times Grand Slam champion in Angelique Kerber. Head-to-head, as with most of her opponents, Williams holds the advantage 6-2 with their only encounter on grass coming at the Wimbledon final in 2016. On that occasion, Williams was successful in straight sets 7-5-6-3. This time round, Kerber seems to be more in control of her game and straight sets wins over the likes of Ostapenko, Osaka, Kasakinik and Benchik have not passed the notice of Williams. I feel like she's been playing really well and I think grass is her best surface. She plays so well here and uh, she knows how to play on this court and she does it well. And this is her second final in three years, is that right? So... That's wildly impressive. For Serena herself, a number of players have tried to test her, especially early in the tournament. However, Kerber, who has defeated Williams previously on the Grand Slam final stage, knows that nothing less than her best will be required to hold up the Venus Rose water dish tomorrow afternoon. Serena is one of the best players in the world. And, um, I mean, we had so many great matches in the last years. And to seeing her back, it's, it's, it's great. And, um, yeah, I, I know that she is always pushing you to the limits to play your best tennis. This is the only chance to, to beat her. The spoils for the winner are significant. The trophy, the points, the money and the prestige. Kerber is guaranteed to rise back to number seven in the world with four a possibility if she does win. While for Williams, she will break back into the top 20 if she is victorious. The winner pockets a cool two and a quarter million pounds, while the runner-up receives half that amount. And from a Williams point of view, her 23 Grand Slam titles currently leave her one behind the leader, Margaret Court, on 24. So is this milestone another motivating factor for her victory? You know, I put so much pressure on myself to get, when I was trying to get to 18, and then, you know, the rest, it was so much. Um, but as I said, in the, in the past couple of years, 
I don't want to limit myself. And I think that's what I was doing in the past. I was limiting myself. And um, it's just a number. And I want to get as many as I can. The SW19 Report. Fan Wrap. Well, once again, we headed down to the Wimbledon queue where the tennis tragics camp out overnight for a chance to embrace the Wimbledon experience. This time we came across hmm, Diana and asked her 12 questions in 60 seconds. Is this your first time at Wimbledon? Yeah, it is. What makes this place so special? Because uh, I like to say tennis court, like place. Tennis court. Who would be your perfect doubles partner? Sorry, I don't watch the female part. Tennis fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's your perfect mixed doubles partner? A uh, dog weight. Have you ever tried strawberries and cream? I don't think so, no. Have you ever tried Pims? No. So you don't make a habit of drinking Pims? Yeah, I don't know much about that, no. Is Nick Kyrgios a very talented tennis player or just a bad boy? I don't know that person, actually. <laughs> okay. Would you prefer to watch a single-handed backhand or a double-handed backhand? A double. Do the grunts and screeching put you off watching tennis? No. Who will be the women's champion? Uh, I don't watch women's tennis. I just have to say that again. <laughs> Who will be the men's champion? Males. I think Federal and Dockwick. Thanks, Diana. Well, that's it for the SW19 report for today. The pointy end is nice, starting with the women's final tomorrow. In one sense, it acknowledges the incredible talent of a true champion in Serena Williams. However, it does shine the spotlight on the rest of the top players to the women's GOAT 10 months after delivering a child. Catch you tomorrow. Enjoy the tennis. From the first serve to the last winner, this has been the SW19 Report with Paul Walsh.